0: Welcome to the Real Driving Man Podcast. I am John Henry, and today we're doing an episode of self-therapy, which I love because I can just kind of rant about whatever I am feeling like and can can go off. If you want to listen to episodes on me talking about mental illness and stuff related to that, check out my episodes titled Bipolar Talk. But now I am going to rant at... Um, I'm going to start with hunting and fishing today because today I got... Um, i got into reading about the upcoming this group uh this group is trying to get mountain lion hunting or parts of mountain lion hunting banned and i feel like they're doing it in a very manipulative way because i went to their website and it was very it wasn't outright lying but it was manipulating things to make it appear a certain way and um that's really frustrating to me because the whole thing is very manipulative and why is that because This is an issue that should be left to wildlife professionals. And we have those in the state. And this is what happened with wolves. If you take it to the public, most people in the public and most people who voted for the wolf stuff don't even know what the ramifications are. And ballot issues are not a way to deal with wildlife. And so a lot of these fucking advocacy groups like this cats group, they go to – because they can't get it banned via – the wildlife professionals who currently manage the herds they go to a ballot measure where they can kind of do a little bit of propaganda a little bit of manipulation of, of what's going on and get people to vote for oh we don't want to kill all the cats we're not against normal hunting we're against trophy hunting what the fuck is trophy hunting i want that really 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 defined out for me because am i a trophy hunter if i go mountain lion hunting proper season i get a cat i take a picture with its corpse Uh, holding it up, as most hunters do, Um, and then I take all the meat, I eat the meat, but then I also frame it on my wall. I'm ethical, I'm eating the meat, I'm consuming the animal, but I also am framing it. So I want to know what trophy hunting is. People are equating trophy hunting with the kind of stuff that happens in Africa. But in Africa, their governments are far less, Africa is a huge place, and the governments, I actually don't know a ton about their governments, but they don't have a, Because there's so many countries, they're not like a uniform area that protects all animals like we basically do in the U.S. Because the United States Wildlife, whatever organizations, you know, Colorado Wildlife, whatever state you're in, they do a great job. We have that here. You don't – you can't just go out and shoot these cats. You have to get a license. You have to go through, I think, like four – three or four different training classes to properly understand all the things. It's a very complicated process. You don't just take your gun out there and shoot them. Um. And yes, you need hounds because you'll never find cats in the wild without hounds. Like, oh, we don't want hounds. How the heck are you else going to find a mountain lion? Have you ever gone mountain lion hunting? It's hard enough to find elk. You can't, you'll never find a cat without hounds. And so a lot of them frame it like we're going and killing, you know, the last rhino. And they don't even have that in Africa. I think they have a lot of protections now, at least in some parts. Uh,. It's a lot more complicated than that. Um, I know people don't like seeing dead cats, but just don't look at the image. They're not forcing you to look at it. And what are you going to do? Like, guys who hunt, they can't take pictures of it. It's like, okay, like, don't look at the picture. Um, th- and also, on their site, they say, because they're also talking about bobcat trapping, and they say 2,000 bobcats are trapped every year. I'm not sure about that. Um, I could... And maybe that's right but they group it with the mountain lion so only about 4 or 500 mountain lions are issued tags that's not even those who like get the mountain lion each year or maybe eh, one of those numbers but even so it's very regulated um, there's not an issue we don't need to ban it there's no the, the mount we've had a stable population of mountain lions that are in control we've had a stable you know our elk herds are a little down but it's been some cold winters like, we, we're good. There's no problem that needs to be solved. And partly I didn't know this, but Jared Polis' governor, um, Marin Weiss, Weiss, who has the most punchable face I've ever seen, um, he has such – I want to punch him in the face. And, and I don't even think I want to punch him because he's trying to ban- – he's init- been in these initiations. He's an animal rights activist, and he's fucking up for the rest of us. Like, I don't hate this guy because he's gay. I hate him because he's trying to ban hunting shit. Get your animal rights activist bullshit out of proper wildlife management. I get it. People don't like to see dead cats, but guess what? Fucking nature is not a Disney movie. Everybody doesn't get along in the wild. Most predators die of starvation, or, yeah, pretty much they just die of starvation or getting old. There's not like you don't grow old in the wild. They're not your house cat. And even on their site, this um, group to protect to try to pass this, get this ballot initiative on this ballot this year. They, they had an episode like, oh, the DNA in your cat is very similar or the genome is very similar to these wild cats. So, you know, they're, they're similar. Yeah, but like we're also very, very similar to chimps and humans and chimps are very different. Like, a little change in your genome can be massive. Yeah, but your kitty cat at home, that is a domestic cat. Even though they're technically not fully domesticated. A wild cat is different in just how they look at you. A wild cat looks at you like, can I eat this shit? They're wild. And their paws are huge. They're powerful. They're amazing creatures. And the hunters who tend to go hunt these with hounds, you have to use hounds because I don't know how else you would find them. Um, I don't know of any other successful way to hunt cats. Like, they don't. If they find a cat that's too young, they're not going to kill it. Usually, if they find a cat, a mom with kittens, they don't kill that cat. Hunters are usually, like, ethical people and they're more in touch with the wilderness than more urban folk because they live there and they're out there in the wild. And yeah, they may have, you know, different views and different lifestyles than you, but they're similar people. And i i believe in the hunters of colorado and their ability to follow an ethical guideline even if it's not mandated by law if we want to talk about issues with this hunting stuff i would more rather talk about legal issues in relation to the technology that they are using because i think that could be more up for debate but even then this this banning this saying, oh we're not banning hunting we're just banning hound hunting that's the same fucking thing and I don't like how manipulative... They're, they're trying to ban hunting altogether. Why are you trying to get rid of hunters for this? This is an industry that you know creates jobs. It's not massive, but there's a lot there. What, what are you trying to destroy this? And what frustrates me more is people who will vote for this or people who are advocating this. If you lose, say if we win, we get to keep our... H- hunting is the way it is. You don't lose shit. There's still cats in the state. You don't lose shit. But if you fuckers win... A lot of people lose one of the greatest, most inspiring parts of our lives, hunting. We have everything to lose in this, and you have nothing to lose. And you're going to take it away from us? Like, how would I feel if I know probably a lot of people like coffee shops? What if I went and I burned every coffee shop or had a law that would burn down every one of your favorite coffee shops? You're like, well, it's not causing any issues. And I would say, touche, motherfucker, touche. And I get it. So many people, who, even the wolf people who voted for the wolf thing, they didn't understand it. That's why ballot measure, me- measures, ba- wildlife issues like this should be left to professionals. And if the professionals tell me we need to ban mountain lion hunting, I'd be for it. But let's leave it to the professionals, not to everybody else. And they love to see, well, you know, Colorado, this is a democracy. You know, this is your wildlife too. Bull fucking shit. You're never fucking out there. How do you know? I'm out there! What are you... This Yeah, technically so, but... Okay. The military. The military is funded with taxes. That's our military. We should all vote with how the military does things. Do you think that? Really? No! There's experts in the military who know how it should be run. Now, I'm not talking on current policies right now because that's a whole other issue, but... In general, it's the same principle. You don't know – I don't know everything about wildlife management. That's why I'm like, let's use professionals. And I'm usually one who, who's very s- s- skeptical of professionals. And and you obviously should be. But, you know, and I'm not bringing up these facts of, of, of why it should stay. But I don't see – yeah, uh, I'm kind of fucked up. And I don't want to have to fucking look up those facts. It's not a superficial podcast and I don't have a ton of viewers. Um, and it's probably something I'll do here in the coming weeks because I'm trying to volunteer for, um, a group. I can at least say the name of this group because I like it. I want to champion it. Uh-huh. do, 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 do. Uh, Coloradans for Responsible Wildlife Management. I put in the email I want to be working with this group. I'm hopefully going to be going to some, de- I want to go to some debates for this shit because I want to meet some of these people who are for it. And I want to ask them serious questions. And my biggest question is, what the fuck is trophy hunting? What is the difference between a trophy hunter and a normal hunter? And when does a trophy hunter become a trophy hunter? And when are they a normal hunter? Because I don't think people can answer these questions. And if I was to put on my tinfoil hat, I would think that, like, they're trying to introduce wolves. They're trying to ban hunting. They're... Those were you'd have uncontrollable predators that would at least deal a large degree of damage to the uh, native mule deer and elk populations, and then you can't hunt those, and then you have to ban hunting. Why are they trying to do this? And if I'm putting on my tinfoil hat, and I got this from listening to Cameron Haynes, after that, are they going to go after guns? Like, hunters tend to be pretty independent people who don't need this city to survive and—or, you know— relatively speaking can survive more independently and they're trying to get rid of that that's weird for me too it's not like i said there's uh was it 5 5 or 7 5 to 7000 cats um or mountain lions in the state it's a healthy population they're here we don't need to do this and also california did this they did this and now they kill more mountain lions than they did under the um under mountain lion hunting in the 90s because the mountain lion population is out of control and they have to kill so many of them. (sighs) Jesus Christ. You know, and I would... This is part of it. I don't want to come off because I've had a couple episodes like this ranting about... At least ranting about women. I never... I almost never meet a dude at one of these places in these wildlife advocacy who doesn't... scare the crap out of me like uh, Marion Reese the freaking first gentleman of Colorado fuck that guy fuck him and his dumb animal rights bullshit Um, I've never met someone like oh that's uh it's always women or super gay guys like come on I hate to have stereotypes here but it, it's true I've never met like a dude who's like I'm gonna go and advocate for animal rights activism it's like no um, also, like, I'm gonna br- I am I want to bring a mountain lion. I want them to walk my mountain lion. I want to be like, you want this? Here. Ah, it's trying to kill me. Oh, my God, why'd you bring this in the courtroom? It's like, I thought you loved them. It's just like your cat at home. God, go live in your fucking Disney movie VR meta bullshit and live out your fantasy there instead of fucking trying to ruin it for the rest of us outdoorsmen and hunters. Like hunting and fishing is a very important part and more and more of the my generation especially is becoming so with internet, technology, video games, people are not as into hunting and fishing as they were. And there's kind of dips, it's kind of come back with, you know, podcasts and stuff. It's but it's a very important activity for those of us who do it and I like to think I like to Ask people to think about how you would feel if one of the favorite things you like to do, whatever it is, if a group of people who hadn't – like they weren't even doing your activity said, you can't do that anymore. By law, we're going to make it so you can't do that anymore. And then you're also going to make – fuck up like a work something that's working for no reason other than I don't like to like at hunters on Instagram who hold the animal up, which they don't. Fucking look at it. The algorithm is only going to show you things that you want to see anyway. It's how you get food. It's how, how mon- many of us get food. It's a f- awesomely fun activity if you enjoy it. And if you're not doing it and, and it's not bothering you in any way, stop fucking it up for the rest of us. Especially if you're not going out there. That's a huge thing. I don't see people in these areas going out. I mean, there's sometimes trails near where you hunt. But I don't see these freaking people voting for this going out there in the mountains being like, I can't find any mountain lions. Probably because you couldn't if you wanted to anyway without dogs. Um, it like gets so hard to find animals in the woods, especially big game. Especially a A cat. How often do you have to look for your cat and you can't find it? Anyway, this is more me ranting and being frustrated. I am actually going to try to, as I hope to work with this group over this coming year, um, to have more laid out facts and stuff. Because one of the things I complained about earlier today was that there is a page called The Science on this cat organization's website, and I went to a couple of the links. I didn't go to all of them, but I went to a couple of them, and a couple of ones, there were a couple of links backing up this claim they had. But it was it was taken out of context and, and put into a way where it looks like it's saying something, or it looks like it's biased towards one thing, when a lot of times it was just reporting a phenomenon. It wasn't saying it was good or bad. It was just saying it was happening. And it... It didn't word it like a scientist. You just have to look at the science page. It's like, eh, whatever. Also, I'm going to go through those. I I'm probably go through each one of those claims and try to debunk every single one of them. And I'd probably be able to do it. Because it's not like I said that people who are part of this, we're not like – we're for wildlife conservation. We like to do this type of thing. We want to keep hunting. And – I wanna I wanna go out there. I mean what's a what's what's the problem with that? Like where are you getting your meat? Well you shouldn't even eat meat. It's like, yeah, fuck you if you say that. Um, like if you don't wanna eat meat, I'm all for you not eating meat. But most of us need meat. It's part of our diet, it's what humans have eaten for literally ever. And Fuck you if you don't – like I'm gonna. I'm trying to get mine in an ethical way. I'm trying to go out hunting, get it the most ethical way possible so I don't have to rely on factory farms. And you're like, fuck you. We want to ban it. So you can't even do that. We're like, okay, then what can I do? What are – because if you want to ban hunting, just like I said, come to me. Say we're trying to ban hunting. Then we just know what you're talking about. Someone, I think, I think on the same podcast with uh, Cam Haynes and Joe Rogan, they, uh, Steve Renella said that they're going to try to set up Colorado kind of like some areas of Africa where it's a viewing state. Which, like, I don't mind. If, I mean, we have parks. We have areas for that. I'm all for that. But come the fuck on. Like, come. I don't want to turn this into just a park viewing thing where we're, like, I want to go fucking hunting. Quit trying to take my shit away from me. We have so, we also have a huge population of elk in this state. Just because you don't like to do it, why are you trying to ban it for the rest of us? So you and your city can feel that the kitty cats are safe from the big mean humans. Yeah, yeah. What do you know about wildlife? Like, seriously. If it's what this fucking cat organization website told you, that's fucking bullshit. Ask them how are you are you out in the field? Are you out in the field with these animals? And, and yeah, they may be studying and releasing them, but Oh my god. Go to the page nature is metal. Like that is nature. For better or worse, that's what nature's like. It's It's what it's always has been. Oh heck yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Trying to download a lot of photos off my phone and my phone had to be, took like 15 minutes. Um, Big file. There is like this weird movement, it it, it almost seems, and I do think it does come from, you know, all this wealthy, uh, you know, liberal elite that we have is trying to, pick away things that make people individuals and make them entirely dependent on the state. And maybe that's a little bit of tinfoil hat me coming out, but fuck that. Fuck that. And fuck you for trying to do that. Like, I'm all for being, trying to find ways to be sustainable, but I don't want to be dependent on anyone. And to spin narratives to get, like, why? Why are you trying to take away our independence? So you can control us? Oh, to stop climate change. Well... It doesn't do shit if, like, climate change is not going to stop unless you get China and India to, like, get on board. I don't know how, how you're going to fare with that. This is just, uh, this is a, a triggering issue for me. I guess moving on, moving on to uh, what I read today in an article in the Denver Post called uh, how in the early 2010s, Denver was sometimes called Menver because there was just so many single men. And... A couple of things I found interesting about that was one, uh, how that has still kind of continued to a degree now, but how it was a very interesting article because they had a lot of some, some women, uh, I think they had this one woman who was talking about how, you know, there's a lot, and mean, may have been from multiple women, but Denver, you have a lot of either guys who haven't moved on. To wanting to be in a more serious relationship and are still kind of that hookup phase or and this is an issue I've run into like I'm a guy, I like to go do things in Colorado you can do things where in the Midwest and in Texas like you kind of get married, you have kids and I'm all for that, I'm not like actually against that uh, but in Colorado like I can go hiking, I can go f- do that and there's a lot of people like me who love that adrenaline life I guess a little bit of it <laughs> and you know, I'm, I'm, I'm totally, like, understanding if there's a lot of women who they don't want to date a guy like that. That's perfectly fine. Um, I'm not complaining about it. But I found it interesting because I love doing that shit, and I hope to find someone who wants to do it with me. And I don't need even someone to do it to the degree that I do, but just someone who's somewhat outdoorsy. I love to go out in the outdoors. It's, like, almost religious to me in a lot of ways. Like I got to go out. I got, That's why I moved back from Texas because I was like, what am I going to do here? Um... I want to go out and climb mountains and shit, and that's lifestyle, and you know that's give and take, and I'm still open for a long term relationship. But there's a lot of women in Denver who don't really do outdoorsy stuff, which is fine. I find it interesting. Why do you live in Denver then? <laughs> um, but it, it is just in other parts of the country, there's not as much to do, uh, activity-wise. I mean, there there is, but there's you know you can live your life going camping and hiking and stuff and a lot of a woman said that if you're not a girl like that it can be hard to they want to find a ski buddy they want to find uh uh someone to go hiking with which is yeah that's what i want to do with my significant other (laughs) um like i don't i don't know why why would you not want to go hiking what am i supposed to do and maybe if you do have someone to hang out with like that's nice but even then like what are you supposed to do with them like, just chill in a bar all day? Well, I can't drink, so I'm going to get a little bored. Um, I said that, and I put some freaking liquor in my coffee so I can drink a little bit. But not super frequently. And it is kind of an interesting point because it did align with what I was going out. Like When I meet a lot of women I'm saying, men are not... At the place they want them to be, like they're still in that hookup phase. And I'm not in that hookup phase. I'm necessarily, I'm very much open to a, a long-term relationship, but I'm also going to vet the women I'm going to date a little bit more. One, because I have standards. Uh, I, I recently took a look at a picture from me from 18 and now, and I'm like a completely different person. Um, I work really hard on myself, and I, I do. am gonna. I, I also have a lot of close female friends, and an older sister and a mom who are very strong women. And I do have higher standards for the woman I date. Um, which, I know, that's kind of, I get to suffer the consequences of that by not having as much open to me, but I'm fine with that. Like, I'd rather find the right person I want to be with. Um, and I think a lot of guys aren't there yet. Um, I still have a lot to learn, a lot to be matured about, but I do feel like I'm in a pretty safe, mature place now. I've worked a lot on myself for the past seven years, and really over the past, like, Five, four or five years, um, and only until like really this last, I don't know, year in 2023, I've really felt like I got to that place where I was at least mature enough to be in these relationships and understand my own emotions as a guy. Uh, but a lot of guys aren't there yet, um, and I'm not there. I'm just maybe I'm not there yet, but I also haven't found a person who makes me want to settle down, and I don't want to just end up with somebody just so I'm with somebody like I got a severe mental illness and I have a ton of energy and you have to be at least open to being around someone like that or else like I will make you feel very lazy and I'll get like I, I, I have to do a lot of things I have to I do a lot of very hard things too and some people aren't into such you know intensity as that and that's perfectly normal but I kind of have to be to prevent me from going completely insane and if you're not into that, you have to you know go through a couple people but one thing in this article I really didn't uh like is a lot of you know women say they wish they were approached more, which you hear from everybody and in this article, they say men aren't approaching women, and I've been recently working with a lot of my friends to work on approaching women and talking to women in public. And being uncomfortable and getting rejected, so you get used to it. And men were like, well, "We want women to approach us." And I realized, and from experience, that's not happening unless you are freaking Brad Pitt gorgeous. I'm not that bad of a looking guy. I'm like an eight. I'm nothing crazy, but I, I work out, I have a good uh, figure, and I'm never getting approached by women. I mean, not maybe not, never happens. You'll have instances, but the vast it almost never happens. You have to make the first move. People are like, well, what if they take you for sexual assault? It's like, okay, are you trying to rape her? Well, no. Well, then what are you worried about then? Well, what if she thinks I'm creepy and asking? I was like, then she thinks you're creepy. Like, if she thinks you're creepy, you just walk away. You leave her alone. But then she thinks I'm cre- Like, yeah, she doesn't know every woman. It's not the worst thing that's happened. You have to look like an idiot and get used to rejection. And I say that as someone who's only recently done this. And it's not fun. It's scary. It's, it's. It feels like you're being stripped down to the core. But it's something you have to get used to. Rejection is part of the process. And I was like, God, man, people aren't going to come up to you. That's not going to happen. <laughs> Even my dad, who's a very agreeable person, came up to my mom when she thought she was attractive. It's just not something girls do. So, man, uh, grow a pair. Especially in this new, I mean, there were a lot of people who over COVID, like, trust me, I was one of them. Our social skills went in the toilet. But it's also been four years now, and I had to say this to myself. I mean, you can use it as like a talk about it as I have to process emotions and get through it. But it's been four years. So if you haven't at least started to make progress again, that's on you. Like, if you're just staying inside playing video games, as I have done in the past, and you're like, well, why am I not getting women. It's like, well, there may be better ways to go do that. Um, yeah. Also, like, I don't know, maybe I'm 25, so I'm, I'm open to settling down. It has to be the right person because I do have uh, career goals for comedy and, and even for this podcast. So I'm not opposed to it, but I'm also open to it. Uh, at this, I do believe you don't get an infinite number of chances with women. You get a lot, and I think there's opportunities, but you have to be open and willingness to make sacrifices. Like I mean, that's part of a relationship. Like You're not going to get to go out with the boys as much. And I guess I got used to that because over the pandemic, I lost all my boys. All of them were, had to go home. They didn't come back. I lost them all. And so maybe this maturation started a little early and a little quickly in in my mid to late, you know, mid middle twenties here. But it's gonna start at some point. Some point, everyone does move on. And I believe you also have to work on yourself. I do a lot of work on myself, and I have, and it's paid off in amazing ways. And I'm so glad I did it. But I had to go out there and find my way through this very scary, tough world. Like it's gonna be uncomfortable. And you gotta get used to it. And the only way to do it is to do it. I don't know. It is hard. They they this our article also talked about dating apps and even I have tried to stay clear of them. In some sense, uh, I have been using them recently, but and I even started to get some success on Hinge. But I the dates were never all that great. They never really went anywhere, um, and it's not much different than just approaching people in public. Uh, and I think they can become a crutch. People lean on too much. I, I've definitely done that in the last couple of weeks. I've just worked on that rather than going up and if there's an attractive person talking to them. That's hard. It's like it, it's a simple thing. Like when, when you'll see it in movies and TV shows, the guy's like, oh, God, she's super cute. And then his friend will be like, oh, talk to her. I'm like, oh, God, God, what I couldn't do. This. Like, uh, um, what do you think's going to happen? Like, I told you, her, she's not coming up to you. It's not going to be like some magical moment. It's like you got to go in and realize, oh, this may not work. This may work. It'll be interesting if it does. We'll have to figure it out if it doesn't. (coughs) Face your fears. Be a man. I don't know. But this is what happens when traditional masculinity declines too. Like men don't know how to be men, and when I mean men, I mean men, not like the freaking whiny bitch ass men or the posing, arrogant dude that men think. To me, being a man is being a gentleman, owning your shit, taking steps, taking steps to do better. Like that's a positive masculine. When I say be a man, I say, yeah, go have the balls to face something that is scary because this is talking to women is like i climb mountains that i could have died on i hunt i do stand up i ski i speak japanese i've studied mathematics and computer science i've done a lot of hard things and going up to a random girl and talking to her in a bar is still one of the hardest things i've ever done it is always scary and sometimes you just have to be like oh, well here we go And you're going to fail, and it's going to look awkward, and then you're going to learn some things. And then you're going to keep on doing it, and you're going to get better at it. And that's kind of where I'm at. I'm not perfect at it. I'm still getting better at it. But I'm a little less awkward and a little more confident than I used to be, and that's all we can ask for. So, you know, to not banning hunting and to getting a little better one hot girl rejection at a time.